1: 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au.
0: Hi, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 weekdays on Vision from 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time. Have you ever bought or sold something online only to find that the person at the other end isn't the real deal? It's National Consumer Fraud Week and the ACCC is raising awareness about how to outsmart the scammers. Delia Rickard is the Deputy Chair of the ACCC. Hello, Delia. Welcome to 2020. Hi, Neil. Delia, so many people hear about scams. I wonder whether there's enough of us actually taking precautions not to get caught.
1: Look, I think many of us do take precautions, but they're very hard to recognise scams quite often. So last year, for instance, over 84,000 people contacted the ACCC about scams, but only about 13% of them had actually become victims to the scams. But those 13% that were victims lost over $93 million, and we think that's just the tip of the iceberg. So a lot of people are losing a lot of money. So, you know, it's, it's important to just constantly update your knowledge about what scams look like and how to avoid them.
0: One of the challenges, I guess, in this uh, new age of technology with the Internet is uh, there's a lot of Internet scams, but that's not necessarily the most popular way of scamming these days. No.
1: In fact, the most popular way of scamming is over the telephone. Um, I think that the new VoIP technology, which is voice over the computer and access to cheap call centers overseas, have really boosted this as a delivery mechanism. And it's much more personalized, so I think it increases the scammers' chances because they get a chance to make a connection and sort of tap into people's emotions.
0: Now, the campaign that's running is called Outsmart the Scammer. Uh, If you're going to be clever about the way you conduct your life, how do you uh, outsmart scammers?
1: Well, we're focusing this year on sh- online shopping scams. And I'll just tell you a bit about what the main ones are and then talk to you about how we, some of our advice for how to avoid them. There's, there's two main types of scams in the online shopping field. One is the old, you know, the fairly basic one. There's an ad in a classified. It can be online. It can be at one of the popular shopping sites, online shopping sites, auction sites. could be in your local paper for goods. And the person says, you know, you need to give me the money before we deliver the goods and the goods don't turn up. the other one, which we're seeing a lot of, is, is really targeting the sellers, and it, it could be, you know, the seller doesn't have to be a full-on business. It could be somebody who's just put something up to up for sale on an online auction site. And these scams involve people selling something like a car or a caravan or an expensive piece of technology. They somebody gets in touch with them, says, "Look, we accept your asking price. Um, let's we'll pay now," and they send through a proof of purchase, um, and they have paid more than you asked for and they'll either say it's an accident or they're out of the country and they need a friend to help them get do something with the goods and would you please pass on the money um, or please return the money to them and because there's a proof of purchase that looks just like a real bank receipt you get in an online banking situation and print off, or a PayPal receipt, the seller who might be busy um, thinks, okay, I've got my money. They've asked me to do this, and they'll they'll forward it on. They'll usually be asked to forward it on via a wire transfer, a Western Union payment. And then the seller realises that they've been scammed, that, that in fact it was a fake payment, a fake cheque, a fake proof of payment, or a stolen credit card, whatever was used. And not only have they lost the goods, if they've sold them, they've passed, posted them on, but they've lost the money. So there's a few things that consumers can do in this situation. Um, first of all, you know, really think twice, does the deal look too good to be true, is there anything suspicious about it? Um, Find out what other shoppers are saying about the site that you're using. Um, one of the things, if you have any doubts, is to put the words of the ad um, for the good in, This in applies to both sorts of scams into Google because what we find quite often is that scams are repeated over and over and over again. And so that might show something up to be a fraud. But I think some of the most important advice is two things if you're shopping online. First of all, only use a site which has, this is a secure payment site. So one which has HTTPS at the beginning of the URL, and that S is really important because that's the secure bit, and also has a closed padlock, and also uses a secure payment mechanism like a credit card. So if something goes wrong, you have some recourse. Um, and never, ever, ever wire transfer money because, you know, In my experience, it's the surest
0: side of the scam. These scams are very, very sophisticated and it's easy to get caught. Uh, The trouble is, and while you're uh, able to quote figures like $93 million reported lost by Australians last year, you're saying that's just the tip of the iceberg uh, because a lot of people are so embarrassed that they actually got caught out in a scam that they don't actually report it, don't admit to the scam.
1: That's exactly right. And they are very hard to tell. I mean, we see duplicate sites, duplicates of legitimate shopping sites, complete replicas. There's just one funny thing off. And you shop there and they give them the ability to download malware onto your computer, steal personal details... So another couple of things to make sure that you always do is keep your computer protected with up-to-date software that protects you against viruses and downloading malware and just never give out your personal details and certainly not your banking or financial details to people you don't know, you haven't dealt with, that you don't really trust 100%.
0: Now, the focus has been on outsmarting the scammer when it comes to these online uh, scam opportunities. Uh, There are all sorts of other scams that you do pay attention to as well. Uh, You mentioned a couple of them, but let's pick up quickly on the dating and romance scams, because uh, that's a very personal one that I guess if you were scammed, you wouldn't be reporting that because you may be embarrassed how How susceptible are we to those sorts of scams?
1: Look, I'm glad you mentioned that Neil, because that's the, that's probably the scam that concerns us the most. With the average scam, not the dating and romance, people tend to lose on average between about one hundred and five hundred dollars, not an insignificant amount, but for most people it won't you know be the end of the world. With dating and romance scams, we see people's hearts and wallets being broken. The average loss is about 21000 um, per person and about 30% of the people who lose money to these scams lose over 100000 Some lose around a million. And what happens with these scams is a person will go online to a legitimate dating and romance scam. And I think all of us these days know people who've met through these sites um, and have perfectly happy relationships. They meet someone on the site who says they're overseas, they're an aid worker in Africa, you know, they're a US service officer in the Middle East, um, some exotic tale like that, the person will quickly move them off a legitimate site, will start to woo them, to, you know, send them little presents and flowers, empathize with them, um, you know, like the same things they do and they might spend weeks or even months grooming their victim And then, so one day they'll have a terrible accident and they'll be out in the jungle and they need money wired to them to help with the operation or their only parent or their child or their mother is sick and needs money. Or they may say, "Um, look, I really, you know, this relationship's going so well, I'd really love to come and see you. I can't access my own funds. Can you wire me money so I can come and visit you? Or there's There's a dozen reasons they start to ask for money. And people do send the money because they... Love this you know seemingly perfect relationship that 's evolving it 's something that they want um, and by this time, you know the person's inside their heart, and as we all do, you know when family and friends need you, people start to pay and we 've seen truly tragic stories of people putting second mortgages on their home, reverse mortgages on their home, um, borrowing money from friends and family with very devastating results and there's there are instances where people don't want to believe that it's not true, that they've been scammed. So it's very hard to tell the people in these situations exactly what's happening.
0: Well, Delia, it certainly is a word of encouragement not to let our guard down when it comes to scams. Uh, You're on the job. There is a campaign. It's called Outsmart the Scammer. In other words, uh, don't be taken uh, too easily. In fact, uh, those tips, think twice. If the deal looks too good to be true, it probably is. Find out what other shoppers are saying, protect your identity, keep your computer secure, and only pay via secure payment methods. And I'll point you to the ScamWatch website, www.scamwatch.gov.au. The campaign is called Outsmart the Scammers. Delia Rickard is the ACCC Deputy Chair. And Delia, uh, thanks very much for such an informative conversation. Great talking to you. Thanks for joining us on 2020.
1: You're welcome, Neil. Thanks Thanks for covering the issue.